888-882 for pickup or delivery by grubhub.com. Ah, ZT's to go. The following is a paid broadcast for It's the Liquor Talking. Any views or opinions expressed are not necessarily those of this station or its management. Guys. They cannot offend you because they know not what they say. Live from the Jim Beam Cold Storage Studio in the heart of Julio's Liquors Route 9 in Westboro, it's the Liquor Talking with your hosts, Ryan Maloney and Spirits Medium, Randall Byrd. Why, hello, everybody, and welcome to It's the Liquor Talking right here on WCRN AM 830, and we are broadcasting live from the Metro station who yep. down in the deep and heart of Julio's liquors. You want to know about Julio's liquors, go to julioslickers.com. If you want to see this broadcast, you can go to the Julio's liquors Facebook page and uh, we're up. I think we're up on there. Hold on. Let me just check. Yeah. Yep. We're up on there. It looks really good. That's a relative term, but <laughs> yeah, you can check it out. And, and by the way, uh, after the show is over, usually by Monday or something like that, this uh, becomes available on, Wherever you get your podcasts, like Spotify or whatever, just look up It's the Liquor Talking with It's the Liquor Talking symbol, which is a uh, is a microphone in a scotch glass, uh, yeah. and you should be able to find us and listen to the- Or as I like to say, an electrocution has <laughs> Yes. <laughs> if only that was the case, right? Yeah. So- um, big, are- big news this week, right? We had foreigners invading uh, another country. Yeah. Um, Isla, right? So- yeah, we were on Isla. <laughs> We went yes. to Scotland. We went to Scotland this right after Go Whiskey. Last week was Go Whiskey Week. Right. It was an incredible amount of uh, people here. We did uh, 11 events in seven days. We're back to doing events now. I mean, we're, we it, kicked off back. the pandemic with the last big whiskey That's event. That's true, 2020. And then we are reopening the world with this one, right? Yeah, and it went, Everything's it went fabulous. And uh the, the weird part, this is the first time I've ever had to do this. Uh, we left about uh, about an hour before it, uh, the Grand Dram, which is our last big event. We left Some about people an hour would before. call this an Irish exit because we got on a plane and went to uh, Dublin. Dublin, yes. No one not watched us leave. And we sort of faded off into the background and we went to, uh, we, we made a sojourn. I think that's probably the best way to put it, right. to Isla Scotland. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Isla Scotland is... Uh, an island off of Scotland, which is sort of remote. You got to either fly in or you got to take a, a ferry. So Randall and I flew to Dublin, flew, flew from Dublin to Glasgow, drove across the country to uh, the port, got on a ferry, in took Kelly a two Craig, yeah. in Kelly Craig, and then took a ferry for like what two two and a half hours over to Isle of Scotland. So our trip over from here to there, or as they would say, I mean, from here to there was about 27 hours total yes and uh we spent two days on isla working with the fine folks at lafroig speaking of which uh let's do a want to do the drink of the show absolutely all right so the drink of the show um in honor of that i do have some other stuff we're going to talk about later but i was rummaging through some stuff when i got home started putting some stuff away and i came across the last time we went to isla before before this time was in uh August 2018. Yes. And I pulled a cast sample off what we we dubbed the devil's cast because it was uh, cast number the 666 mm-hmm. uh, was uh, uh, distilled in the year 2006. It's 58%. And I believe this was a, I believe this was an Oloroso sherry barrel. Yeah. 
Yeah, smelling it, I would say that I'm probably. So this would be it. what we call in the industry unobtainium, right? This is yeah, from you can a only get that. that was never sold. Um, you can only get it at the distillery. Yeah. So I figured and we would. Uh, this we would... is something that we actually passed on, right? We did not. Well, buy we couldn't. This. You couldn't buy it. Okay. This was only available. You could basically take a drawer off the cask, so we were able to get a little bit of this. A teaser. Uh, bring back. As teaser. It were. Yeah. And the studio audience is encouraged to drink here. So well, I feel like I'm back on Isla. That peaty yeah, smokiness, um, just kind of a a richness that you get from Isla single malt and in particular the Lafroy product. And this is definitely an Oloroso cask. And the funny part is we were over, we get invited over to, to Isla to Lafroy um, as the inaugural inaugural start of a program. Right. Which They're is, launching their single barrel. Single barrel program. Right. So we got to For go. For limited release. I mean, this isn't. Oh yeah, this is um, there's going to be 15 barrels I believe in the United States. We were we were put over there to uh, we were put over there basically the to, test monkeys. The test, yeah. Yes. To see if how everything would work and if there was going to be any pitfalls or or anything that sort of needed to uh, to be changed. Um, I thought it was I thought they did a really good job putting the program together. I think it was I think yeah. it was, it was we, very uh, interesting. Just uh, seeing people back, being able to travel, but also meeting new uh, friends and and you know, kind of cohorts, right? We, yeah. uh, we teamed up with a bunch of people while we were over there and it was just fantastic to be out and about. Travel was a little bit of a slog, but you know, it was well worth it in the end. Well, especially you being um, technologically illiterate yes. did not help the situation, but it, it's- You so- know, I look at those newfangled <laughs> Luddites, you know, <laughs> Luddites, the futurists. The Luddites. <laughs> I mean, you had to fill out a, a, a basically a trace of form for Ireland, a trace of form for the UK, we had to take a COVID test on the way back. I mean, there was a lot of extra little uh, steps that were involved uh, in traveling back and forth. But in Let all honesty, give you my tip. <laughs> if you ignore tip? all that stuff, it yeah. does kind of catch up with you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Randall gets up to the lady at the uh, counter and she's like, oh, you didn't fill this out here. Goodbye. Your locator for him. I'm, like, right, I'm right where, here. I'm right here. We know exactly where Randall is. So it was, it was uh, needless to say, sort of interesting and uh and doing that and then getting the COVID test on the way back to make sure we had that done to get on the plane. There was no COVID test going over right. to, you know, to the UK and, and Scotland and Ireland, but on the way back, we had to have one coming back. I mean, it was almost, it was, I don't want to say funny, but we were not, we almost weren't there long enough that we could have got a COVID test when we got there. It would have been good. For the return trip. Yeah. For the return trip. I mean, that's, that's how, that's how, how sudden. <laughs> That's not a crazy well, one. Because that's how quick yeah. it was. That's how quick it was. We um we were shuttled around by Stuart uh, from Isla Taxis. He's the man. Yeah. Isla man. He's the Isla man. That's as far as I'm concerned. And uh, we cut Pete while we were over there. We uh, get to see the 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 maltings that they have at Lafroy. We see the cold uh, smoke. Actually, if you want to see some of the stuff, I'm going to be posting more. Originally, I was uh, we were sort of like. They didn't want us posting too much of what we were doing out there. I finally got the green light to start posting stuff. So I did start doing that, but so I'm a little bit behind in getting that stuff up. But if you go to my Instagram oh, page, I didn't notice. yeah, I know you didn't notice because Randall's Instagram page has one post. Anyways, if you go to, <laughs> if you go to whiskey journeyman, uh, that's with uh, no E in whiskey, whiskey journeyman on Instagram, I am going to be putting more stuff up about our adventures what we saw, um, and I'll give you some insight 
And I will actually even show you how, us pulling samples out of barrels and the whole deal of uh, sort of like a, a photography chronicling of what we did. And yeah. we're going to be getting more photos back. Including a, a segment that I call uh, the Isla Death March, where we were marched to the very end of the world and across a small bridge. Oh, yeah, that was not interesting. The, the Port Charlotte uh, 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 Lighthouse. Yeah. That was very I thought this was it. This is. I was gonna, you thought I was going to push you off? Yeah. Yeah, you were pretty close on that one. Uh, waves crashing against the rocks and slippery you know it was just my walking Randall's hobbling yeah and there was a there was a seaweed covered bridge it was it was interesting I felt like you know when your dog gets old and you're gonna <laughs> put him down and you send take him, him on, on his that way. last walk yeah you know that was that was the you sort of get that feel yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, listen trust me Everyone was I, super I, friendly and helpful to me, and there were hugs. And I'm like, "What's happening here?" It, it, it crossed my this mind several times yeah. on the right road. Like, huh, you could slip right here. Anyways, um, but we had a great time. They were great hosts. Uh, Lafroy was a great host. We got uh, um, Barry, the new uh, new distillery manager. We got to meet. You can officially announce that. Officially at the beginning, that. it was not official. Yeah, it was not official at the time. Actually, we knew um, we knew the new distillery manager before um, it was it was it was done. Barry McCaffer is the new Lafroy distillery manager. We actually knew and were sworn to secrecy. I could not well, let, post that out. It was like a day. Yeah, I know. We were day Before early. they officially made the announcement. And part of yeah. the reason that we, they were asked us not we to had the scoop. publish social media stuff was because they were about to do an official release and they needed two yahoos from the States like blasting out <laughs> I was information and ruining their whole plan. But we had worked with Barry uh, previously. Right. On our last barrel pick, we had met him. We had met him. I don't say that we were working and, and knew him that well, but it was good to see nice guy, him get nice the, guy. Uh, you know, elevated to that position. Right. And so distillery manager over there. Some great products and great. It looks, the future looks great for it. Does. Yeah. Uh, distillery manager in, in, in over in uh, Scotland would be the uh, same thing as saying uh, a master distiller here. Yeah. But I, I actually, I think it's a better term distillery manager because they're in charge of the process to make the whiskey. And, and, and I think that's, you know, really important. They're, they're supposed to keep everything very stable and, um, you know, seamless. Right. They're supposed to come out the same way. That's side of their job, making sure that that happens. So that's going to be very interesting. I think he's going to do, I think he's going to do a, a fantastic, fantastic job. Yeah. That too. So. Um, well, and just everyone, like a shout out to Tracy, who did a fantastic tour for us. Oh, yeah, that was great. Uh, uh, Samantha, the whole team, Jamie. Well, I don't put up you know, Jamie and Simon, Simon. and I'm not going to forget Chelsea was yeah. awesome. Putting some of the stuff together, the whole team did a, 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 a great job in there. And of course, we are local guys. We had, you know, uh, Tim Greeley was there yeah. and Davy Jones, who's the uh, the on-premise guy, he came with us too. Protector of the Pete. Yeah, he's a protector of the Pete. Yeah, as correct. well as his uh, cohort, also named Ryan, causing minor confusion in the group. <laughs> Just minor. Yeah. Just minor. We had a fake time. And then we were, we were with Bill. We were with, uh, dropping names now. We were with yeah. Bill Thomas, who is uh, the proprietor of, uh, of, of Jack Rose. Uh, Possibly one of the largest, most show. recognized on-premise bar accounts for whiskey. Yeah, in D.C. They're in D.C. And, and we had his, a fabulous time with them. It was great. It was great talking with them about, you know, about the industry and about picking stuff. And his, his tasting project, Chris. So, yeah, it, it was really, I, really I'm going to butcher the last name, but Lemur, Lemur, Lemur? I'm uh, not sure. I'm not, I, but Chris, sorry about that. Sorry, Chris. Chris L, but he was great. And we also, um, uh was funny. We brought over with us. We, we brought some guests. Everybody. The team got uh, all got uh, a new lock and key uh, 
uh, knitted caps. And we also brought over some whiskey. We brought over uh, 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 the mystery machine, the Maker's Mark mystery machine. And we also brought a couple bottles of uh, uh, El Tesoro, El uh, Love Frog. Yeah. Senior Love Frog. And they loved that. They actually opened that while we were there. And, and that was a, okay. So let's just tell people really quickly Lafroig is owned by Beam Centauri. Right. So Great Beam style. also owns Maker's Mark. And so we brought a bottle of our Maker's projects. Right. Uh, they love bourbon. Uh, and that Altasoro was aged in And the Altasoro was their uh, tequila aged in that Lafroig barrel, Correct. as you were saying. Correct. Um, they so also it. talked extensively about some of their other projects and had the fortune to be able to go to stop in at Beaumont, another one of their, their, di- their, their distilleries that <laughs> yeah. they, they work with. All right, we're gonna take that's telling we're gonna take a break. So can you get us out of here? Do you oh. want me to say something to get to the break? Yeah. Oh, okay. Please. What happened? It's wow, you're out of talk. control. No, no. I mean, I was breaking right there. Please stay tuned. We'll be back on the other side of these words. Thank you, Ted. You're out. All right. So eventually this segment that we're doing right now, we're, we're off the radio, but we're, we continue our Facebook Live and, of course, yes. our podcast. This segment coming up is going to end up start, start to be a, our, our, our only ad in the podcast. So I'm going to start. Hey, guys. So we're going we're gonna to start doing like a, just a, the first break will be an ad. But until then, I was like, what should we do? How should we, you know, we got we to fill this time space. Um, and what, what should we do? So I've been trying to find like different things that you and I could talk about. And mostly some of these pro- products. So I found this. Here's, here's actually, here's the, the, the box it comes in, Randy. Oh, well, thank you. I'm not going to give it to you. But this is the Speaking box. Speaking of box, in. did you see your email? Okay. Yeah, I haven't looked at that yet, Ted, but that's okay. This is a silicone the whiskey glass. The Duratram. Yep. Hexadram. Yes. All right. So these are silicone whiskey glasses. So I, it was sort of... Um, Flexible silicone. I'd like to point out that glass is actually uh, from silica. Yes, which and your point being? Well, it's just a variation of how they're messing around with those molecules and stuff yes it is you want one of the glasses now well yeah i mean what am i all right so i ran the so here's here's the glasses what color would you like here start with this one okay never mind i'm going to give you one so all right yeah do you see that yeah so what this is a new um it's a milky kind of colored glass and it's flexible so the age-old problem of you just breaking all your Glencairn glasses or whatever your whiskey glass has been solved. However, typically one of the three kind of sensory elements of tasting whiskey, you have your aroma, the nose, uh, the taste, which is your palate, and then visually kind of like inspecting the color and the viscosity of the liquid might become a little bit difficult in this type of glass. But Yeah, and that was sort of my feeling on it. But they came in different, like here's another shape one. Hold on, let me give oh. these all to you. So here's another shape one. This one's got a lot of facets on it. Yeah. And here's another one. I'll give you All three. Right, whoa. And then I got I got the dark um, sort of smoky one. Yeah. Now, all right. So here, here's what we're going to do. Um, try the drink of the show in one of these and see what you think. 
because I'm just going to pour into one of these. Right. I'm going to pour the one. I, pour, I smelled, I nosed the glasses before they had. Yeah, the problem, you see what the and problem? There's already a, there's already an aroma. Yeah, this is a silicone glass. Now, they said that the aroma goes away. But I washed these Enough three whiskey, times. Yes, probably would. I, I washed these three times in an industrial um, dishwasher. Yeah. So that's not going away anytime. See, so yeah, guys, you, there's some more Jennifer, over here. I apologize that he's referred to you as an industrial district. <laughs> Jennifer did not do this. No. I did it here at the store. We have one. So um, here, here, guys, here's one of the boxes. Take one of the boxes. There we go. All right. Don't hit the thing. All right. So two minutes. So this is, it's like no heat transfer, forced aeration. You're supposed to squeeze, by the way. You're supposed to do this. Watch what I'm doing. You're supposed to we squeeze it. It actually oh, and then it, it expels the air. It expels the air. air and gets in there. You can freeze them. Uh, amplified taste, enhanced aromatics, dishwasher safe until you get the um, the smell away. It's FT, uh, FDA silicone food grade. Okay, so you got all of that stuff there. I don't know. I think I on this, I can't pass. I can't pass over the aroma. Of the, the aroma actual. thing, and I and I did, and I did. I'm going to try it in this one, but I did do. I did wash them, so I got to try washing them again. Without being a complete jack jerk about this, this is detracted from the overall taste of the. Yeah, I think so. If you try one more. of the other ones, Randall, try the octagon one or the, the faceted one. Pour it in there. No, it doesn't have. It does it, to me. It doesn't have as much. This one doesn't. Anyways, these would be great if you can get rid of the aroma. These would be great if you were traveling. Yeah. Like if you had, if you wanted to have one something that wouldn't break and stuff like that, that would be. This would be great. But on a regular basis i think first of all i think it's a little too thick um like a glass has that nice edge to it these are a little bit thick on the edge we've there traveled with the glenn cairn glasses and i've never broken one through rough luggage and all yeah. sorts of stuff and by so, the way if you'd made a borsulated type silica based glass yes it would be you could literally bounce it off the floor before 30 seconds right. break well then but, we should probably look at that yeah. all right so before we get back, uh, that's I just figured I found this product. We would try it. Um, before I go back, I will give you the uh, the larceny question of the show, and we'll do it on on the air. What mixed drink does Marilyn Monroe shake up in a hot water bottle in the film seconds. Some Like It Hot? A Gimlet, a Manhattan, a Dark and Stormy, or a Gin and Tonic? All right, and I and I okay. Picked this, here we go. I'll tell you why I picked this question. When we get back. Think about. It. What do you get when you mix a spirit specialist extraordinaire with Lord Supreme Commander of the Gardens? You get It's the Liquor Talking with Ryan Maloney and spirits medium Randall Bird. Live from the Jim Beam Cold Storage Studio in Julio's Liquors. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Liquor Talking right here on WCRN AM 830. And we're back. We just had a break. If, if you follow us on Facebook Live, which you can go to the Julius Lickers Facebook page and you can actually watch the show. We continue the show through the breaks. During the break, we uh, we we tested out these new um, they're called Duradram. Duradram, a silicone whiskey glass, which yeah. is flexible. So this is the stress ball of whiskey glasses. It can't you break. can't break it. But I, so it, it's uh, but at the same time, uh, I'd have to like try and I'm going to continue to wash and kind of clean these and see. Yeah, if I I'll try them again. The we'll try them out. Initial aroma from the silicone being cast that was the only offsetting thing, right? Yeah, 
that get that, but I, I like the you know it actually is like kind of satisfying to to play with the glass. I mean, it's a it's a nice shape. It's bigger than the Glen Cairn glass, right? And, and you won't have to worry about breaking if you took it on a trip. If you're traveling and things like that. But that said, um, it's a little tough for me to get over the initial aroma of. And the other the thing is too is, and, but is, they say this will go away. They say this will go away, yeah. and it's the opaqueness of the uh, product too. If you really want to look at the whiskey, you should be looking at it at the bottle. You can't really look at it in your glass because all of them have a, you know, if right. And if you're, if you're looking at the Laphroaig bottle, for instance, which is already a color or green, green glass, glass, you're not, you're not going to see the color of the whiskey unless yeah. you look right down into it. So um, let's go to the, um, the larceny question of the show. For okay. Today, okay. And this I, was posed over the break, but we did not yeah. get a chance to answer it. What mixed drink does Marilyn Monroe shake it up, shake up in a hot water bottle in the film, Some Like It Hot? Is it A, a gimlet? B, a Manhattan, C, a dark and stormy, or D, a gin and tonic. And I picked this question because Randall was obsessed as, as we were walking through the airports trying to figure out if he could find a old-timey hot water bottle. That's right. So the like rubber the rubber ones. ones. And that's what she stopper. used in the with the stopper, which is what she used in the film. So when I saw this question, I said, this is one I got to ask. So it would be like the unbreakable Boston Pint glass that they <laughs> yes. use. Right? Yeah, that's right. So, okay. Exactly. So what do you think? What's the answer? What what makes you know what? I have to say I have no idea what this is, but I'm going to guess Gimlet Manhattan. Based Dark on the Story. time that this was released. Yeah. It, my first choice is gonna be a martini. My second one is a gimlet. Okay. But I'm not um I, I'm gonna go well, martini there's, because there's no martini. To be... So then you could go gimlet. Oh, said, Gimlet, Manhattan, Dark oh, Storm, okay. or Gin and Donic. So Gimlet. I'm going to go with the Gimlet. You're going to go with the Gimlet. Okay. That's a good That's a good guess, and i tell you why, because if you don't know anything, the Gin and Tonic and the Dark and Stormy both contain um, carbonization, which would be sort of weird if you're going to shake it up yeah. in a hot water bottle. The, the cork would probably pop off, right? Okay. So I think you got a good guess, but the answer is a Manhattan. It was a Manhattan. It was a Manhattan. Strictly forbidden to drink alcohol, the members of the all-girl band that Tony Curtis and Jack Lemmon hide amongst uh, find other ways of smuggling drinks. Maryland's slinky songster Sugarcane secures bourbon and vermouth and uses a rubber mixed drink shaker to mix and distribute Manhattans among the girls. So it is a Manhattan. Manhattan. Completely wrong. That was not a a definitely, you know, a a lob, a grapefruit, as they would say. Right. Yeah, you know, that was a tough one. And I think you, you know, you basically had if I'm looking at the question, you had two choices. The other two with the carbonization didn't make any sense. Yeah. So you, you had a 50-50 shot and you chose. So if wrong. they had thrown like a hot toddy in there, right? Because the name right. of the film is hot toddy, is something like a hot, a hot and then you have a hot water bottle, bottle. Right. That would have probably uh, that probably would have screwed me up. That would have screwed you up. They put that Not in that I already wasn't messed made up anyways. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> All right. So do you want to, um, I, we have a new product that I wanted to uh, try out today and it's from Connick Guilty. I mean, getting, starting getting um, close to uh, St. Patrick's Day. Or as we like to call it, one of our famous, favorite amateur drinking days. It is a favorite amateur drinking day. That is true, Randall. You are absolutely correct on that one. Now, post-COVID, are there supply chain issues as a retailer? Are you seeing issues oh, yeah, getting we had, Irish Well, we did that products? story. Yeah, we did that yeah. story earlier um, on the earlier show about the problem with Irish whiskey, getting a lot of Irish whiskey. I mean, here's the thing. There's going to be Irish whiskey right. for St. Patrick's Day. There's going to be Irish, other Irish products. Irish gin is big right now. 
um, Irish beer and so forth. I think you're going to find that, but it may not be like, let's say your first go-to, you know, my grandfather always drank Jameson, let's say, right. And they might have an area where Jameson you might have to was, pivot, might have to go with something else. I mean, I'm just saying that, but there's a lot, there's never been more Irish whiskey available in the United States than now. Are there the particular difference. brands, call brands that, that are, you're, are experiencing the shortage? Like I know said. Jameson was Jameson was was what was definitely one of those yeah. that we had a, we had a problem with, um, um, and I don't know how that I got to check with Gio. I haven't seen how that has been f- flaring out right now. I think we get enough stock. I saw right him now. in the in the back with a funnel and some open old empty Jameson bottles. <laughs> Why so, would you say something like no. that? Because that, first of all, as a retailer, you can't, it's fantastically illegal to do that. And you wouldn't do it. However, I think I've just opened a can of worms yeah, for various entrepreneurs who are like, yeah. well, no, that's a great idea. No, yeah. it's a, no, it's it's a, a terrible idea. idea. Don't do that. Please don't get any, you know, if Randall suggests something, the idea you should probably not go with that. Right. Let's I, play it safe. My suggestions are, you know, borderline idiotic. <laughs> right. So to say the least. Yeah. All right. So um, we're going to try some Conakilty. We'll see what we get to it right now. Um, this is from Cork, Ireland. One Irish, minute. We got one minute left. Uh, Irish whiskey finished in Framingham cast from Jack's Abbey. So this has a local. Oh, Framing Hammer. Framing Hammer. Yeah. Cast from Jack's Abbey. So this is uh, uh, Jack's Abbey, which is in Framingham. Framingham, uh, they have their, um, that is their coffee Imperial Baltic Porter barrels. So that's what this was finished in. And it's got a local local tint to it. So if you're looking for something, this would be a, probably a pretty good one to go with. I think they only yeah, did. Yeah, delicious. I think they only did uh, only like 2,000 bottles of this. Because they so probably so, got a limited number of, yeah. of casks. 30 seconds. Wow. The nose on it's really nice. And the flavor is delicious. I, I haven't well. tasted it yet, so hold on. So as we sink into this particular glass of whiskey, the Conakilty finished in the Framingham or casks. Wow, that's really good. We're about to go into a commercial break. I like this a lot. I'm gonna have He's to get a bottle of this for myself. There's really you get some of that chocolate note, the chocolate notes to it, yeah. and a little bit of coffee notes to it. And the coffee imperial. Yeah. Well, order. you're getting the the definite battle offense, but it's still a light, vibrant side of whiskey. It's got some nice citrus and even some okay, uh, here we go. in there. Really good. WCRM go AM 830. <clears throat> this is it's the liquor talking. We'll be back after these messages. <laughs> All right. Well, nope. while we're on break and we try, we just tried the Conakilty Irish whiskey. I, I did find, of course, not being um, smart, I found the notes on this. Okay. So we'll just do it. Um, I forgot to put on my Lafroy guy. Oh, yeah. When we're talking about Lafroy. An exciting blend of our single malt, single grain whiskeys that have been resting in Framingham Coffee Imperial Baltic Porter barrels. Sitting for over nine months on the shores of the Atlantic Ocean, our whiskey interacted with the woods of the Framingham barrels and fresh sea air to create this uniquely um, incredibly unique Irish whiskey. Tasting notes, latte, chocolate, cardamom, uh, anise, warm baking spices, toffee, oak spice, one, two minutes. and mocha. The finish is chocolate with warm spices giving way to waves of espresso. This is only, uh, this is a limited release only for Massachusetts. Right. So all your, uh, all the Irish people in Massachusetts and all the people who want to celebrate St. Patrick's Day in, uh, in Massachusetts, you have another uh, option um, yeah, a fantastic with, option. It's really limited, good. And, and it'll be just in time for this because I'm sure this is going to last very long after that. Yeah, this is really, I really One like of the this. few whiskeys that you could be proud to claim that it's corked. <laughs> right from the. Because it's from cork? Yes. 
I don't know. It's, yeah, I, I got where you were going with that. Okay. I got on your train and crashed miserably into a brick wall. But yes, I'm on the same train, sure. I'm just sipping this. This is really good. Yeah. They did a fantastic job on this. Maybe I should put, try it in my one of my um, my octagonal whiskey glasses. Do you have this upstairs? We do. One minute. This was actually tasted at Go Whiskey Week, right, guys? It was down here on Saturday night and, and Sunday. That's why the bottle is almost... Well, yeah. Yep. You see our audience, they drank most of it. Yeah. I'm just seeing if I like drinking out of these silicone. Like I said, I mean, it's very satisfying that like just. You, you like squeezing as I stare at you Yeah, I know, I know. All the, <laughs> the hate. Last few the hate weeks. That, I'm, that yeah. I'm drawing out right now. All right. Well, it's this. My This one isn't as bad. The the nose on, on the. Um, the faceted glass. The faceted one. Like I said, I ran these three, three consecutive still. washes, so but it's still there. I'm not sure if I how I feel about those yet. The lip is too thick. I, the lip is too thick. I'm I'm getting a um, I'm getting that thing. So I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not completely sold on this. I, I, uh, you're right though. I should I'm wash them more. Like so get, Here we go. Get that stuff out of there. But all right, we're coming back. The concierge of all things alcohol, Ryan Maloney, and the medium of spirits, Randall Bird, join forces every week to bring audio nourishment to a parched audience. Live from the Jim Beam Cold Storage Studios in the heart of Julio's Liquors, Route 9 in Westboro, it's the Liquor Talking. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's the Liquor Talk right here on WCRN AM 830. Um, you can watch this on Facebook Live, the Julius Liquors Facebook page. You can see it there. You can also see it or listen to it on any place that you get your podcast. Coming up, uh, Cousin Vinny usually gets those over to the all the podcasts like in a couple days. Uh, Spotify, you can get us on Spotify. Just look up It's the Liquor Talking. Yeah. And then um, you can listen to them. So it's, it's, I was actually... Last week, because of Go Whiskey Week, we had a, a, a virtual cornucopia, a plethora, as you might say, of, of different interviews, different tastings and stuff that are all on uh, Spotify right now. There's like five or six different um, um, events that you can actually listen to. And they actually play really, really well on uh, as a podcast, too. So if you're looking to catch up on some of the events that we had, you can even taste along if you want. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page and you can find all the videos or you can go to wherever you get your podcasts and, uh, and do it there. Now, all right. I, I discovered not- a new, another purpose for the Dura Dram glass, the silicone whiskey. What was that? You're out in the woods. You don't want it to break, obviously, you know, and so yeah. you're camping and perhaps this would be the perfect class. But also, if you had a snake bite, <laughs> you could draw out using the suction from the Remember those snake bite kits? Yeah, do you remember the joke? Do you remember the old, uh, the old uh, joke uh, with the cowboy and the snake bite? The guy gets, gets, comes back and says, "Doc says you're going to die, so yeah. you're going to die. That ain't going to help you." <laughs> Why did they give Boy Scouts a snake bite kit? I remember having it. It was like a- we, okay, so we're in Isle of Scotland. I'm going to point this out. We're in Isle of Scotland. We go Pete. We go uh, digging Pete. Right. So it's Randall's turn to dig people. By the way, we all stunk at it. We, you and Randall and I have okay, done this before. We've done well. We've done well doing it. We stunk at it this prior time. Prior to us arriving on the island, yeah. 
the island had literally been closed because the weather was so horrific with right. both storms and wind. I'm not they, looking on making even, excuses. No, no. But the bog was like uh, walking on a waterbed. It really you was. You literally moved. could see the, the actual ripples. top of the was, turf right. as it was floating on a layer of water. I have never seen the bog that wet. That wet. You're and correct. And this contributed horrifically to I'm being unable to cut peat, which normally comes out like a clay-like substance. But right. Just and this is what you dry and burn to make. Mess. Yeah, right. To, to make this. So we're each trying it. Randall gets up to do, for his turn and his, his welly, his boot, sinks about halfway down into the peat to the point where as Randall gets in, he hands me his glass and I have my glass. So we're drinking whiskey, of course, while we're right. doing this. So Randall steps in and I have both glasses and Randall steps in. All of a sudden, Randall is being absorbed by the peat bog. It was, as, and he's it was like, as close to quicksand. Yeah. And there, was a, there wasn't like a full on panic, but I'm like, I don't know if I can get this <laughs> out of here. Yeah. So I turn to my cohorts and Ryan, who are about three and a half feet away. And I go, I, I can't help you. I get whiskey. And I go, uh, can I get a little help? And they're like, yeah. And, yeah. But the problem was, is I, I didn't know I was in it. I froze. I, I'll totally admit it. I totally froze because I didn't have a place to put the whiskey down. And it was either save my friend's life or save the whiskey. And, and you know, I got to tell you, I was, choice. You I, was choice. I was torn. I was really, really torn. I, I remembered to fall <laughs> flat and try and pull myself out. Literally nobody from the group stepped towards me. I'm saying like, I'm not coming out of this. this like I'm literally getting He's stuck done. down. He's and they going were like, down. Well, He's going down. We had a good run. We tried to like you'll, get rid of him on the death march. Like, you'll be perfectly it. preserved in the peat for centuries to right. come because it does sort of do that. And as he's going down, I'm holding the whiskey and I start sipping. I start sipping the whiskey to try to finish it so I can save him. Oh and it God. was like a term that I had heard, but only in jokes. But <laughs> the old Irish handcuffs, right? Yeah. yeah Somebody has two beers. I can't do, do anything. anything. Because I, I they're had, not going to put the beers down. Yeah, I had a problem with I had the Scottish tank because so I couldn't put down one of the Scott. You know, so that was the kid, second time I almost just died on this trip. You know what's funny is that we were talking about this. When and I don't think it is this way now, but when, when I was a kid, and you would watch a lot of like you know you'd watch a lot of TV, you know, uh, Danger Island and all these a- anything, 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 anything. I don't care if they lived like in Manhattan. Yeah. in Manhattan, they would always have an episode where quicksand played a role and i thought this was going to be a really big problem when i grew up <laughs> i got to know you lay flat you put your arms out right. i like I, I really had to think of like okay this is how i would do it and it really never manifested itself until until isla scott and my buddy my buddy's going down and then i realized that whiskey was more important <laughs> Right. I mean, I'm sorry, Randall. Well, I'd also like to apologize to Alan, the person who we were digging in his personal uh, least peat bog, Mm -hmm. because we destroyed it. Like he digs peat to heat his house. He's going to freeze to death this winter because of the damage (laughs) that we did to that poor bog. It was just like sloppy bricks falling all over. Water was coming out of the side of the of the bog wall that was cut. It was like draining, like a spring. Yeah, almost like a spring. Yeah. So. So, um, Alan, we're first of all, we're sorry. So sorry <laughs> you almost ended up with a permanent resident. We were able to, yeah. we were, and we got, when we got you out, your boot was like, you could hear it. And like, it totally had really pulled you down in there. Once yeah. we finished the whiskey and got to you, it was right. a lot better. All right. <laughs> all right. I need to talk about something 
Let's uh do you want to drink something while we're talking about it? Yeah, I'm trying to erase right, the so memory let's, of that. Um let's go. Let's this will be a more pleasant memory. Let's go to the the Rye Canadian. You want to tell people about this one? Yeah, it's spelled W-R-Y C-A-N-A-D-I-E-N. We tried this on the last show, but we didn't have so, enough for everybody to try. So now our studio audience will be able to try this too. If you are looking for clever points, Ryan, the name alludes to the fact that it is a cask that had French cognac, then a rye from Sagamore, right? right? And then held Canadian 15-year-old corn-based whiskey. So the hence the pun, the rye Canadian, Canadian which is Canadian. a French Canadian. Right. However, um, I believe that it was pointed out to you that the portion of Canada that this rye came from was Alberta, which is nowhere near <laughs> French Canada. I wanted I wanted people to understand that this was like I was a reference to the cognac cask. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, and I really could care less. <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing should stand in the way of a bad pun. Right. You know, so and if you go a long way to make that pun work. Right. Trying to correct somebody on how awful it is. Is it, not there's not no helpful. purpose, right? It's not helpful. It's called the Rye Canadian, Rye W R Y, but the French cognac cast, French cognac cast that held Set rye to the United whiskey. States and then held a rye whiskey from Sagamore Distillery yes. in uh, Baltimore. Baltimore, yeah. Then that was debarreled. You sold that product. Was that called what? The rye that you sold? Oh no, no, that was one of the 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 rat rye was their their cognac rye. Okay. Yeah. It was you didn't have a, any. No, no, no. We didn't have that one. We just got. The so map. they realized the pun nonsense would continue. So they oh, cut of course. that off. Of course. But then you've named it the Rye Canadian, and this is at about 120 proof. Um, this is really good. I'm digging it. You guys, first you of all, you get that audience, Canadian 15 year old nose right off the bat, which right. has like uh, to a point of being almost. This is a barrel sample, sweet. by the way. Yeah. And this is only going to be not available. Been bottled yet. Yeah. This is only going to be available at uh, here at Julio's and and. Uh, at Lock and Key um, outlets and in um, at Binnie's in Chicago. But on the taste of it, you also get that kind of richness that you would get from the cognac barrel and kind of that um, limousin type oak mm -hmm. sweetness. Yeah. Mixed with uh, a little bit of just a tiny hint of spice that balances it from the rye kind of flavors. So I'm, I'm pretty impressed with this. You did, you did well with this. I think you need to help and put it in the right barrels and the right stuff. I think this is going to go extremely well. What do you guys think? They all love it. Yeah. So, so in about, I guess free whiskey. So they all about, love yeah, that. Exactly. Anyways, but, but, but anyways, I think they're giving me the truth. on If, this they, if they say no, that does that stop the flow of whiskey? I yes, think that that, could that be would their stop it, but that would stop it. Right. Right. As you speak. But uh, about a month we'll be bottling this and then you should see it in the shore pretty much after that. Okay. So uh, to be safe, I'll say two months. Okay. But hopefully, before but this has been month. in the cast for how long now? The, the six months, six months. All right. So great. All right. We got a couple things to do. I and mean, I know we got a break uh, coming up, but we got probably about five minutes to that break. So I'm going to start setting this up so that when we come back from break, we will be ready to do, to, to, to do, to do All this. Right. Okay. Three minutes. So, if you all remember on a last show, we, 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 we talked about uh, that a man was arrested for a shovel attack right. following a row over the taste of, but of Bush light. So That's a man right. was arrested. If I, if, I, if I remember correctly, yes, his neighbor had a comment about how Bush light tasted like water, correct, which was enough to inspire a aggravated a shovel attack, a shovel attack. 
So he because told the guy that, had the shovel with him at the time, like he right. was doing yard work or something. Right. And he said, okay. it tastes like water. And that, that prompted the, 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 uh, the attack. And the funnier part about it was it also spurred on as it will at it, as it will on social media, a sort of back and forth of who was right, who was wrong on this. Um, so you had people that were saying like, uh, you know, you don't respect the nectar of the gods. I don't, not saying he's right, but I sure as hell understand his motive. And then you had people that were like saying like, was the person with the shovel only- defending yeah, the so, bush lights? Yes. Yes. Okay. And, and the other people were saying, you had the other side that was saying it tastes good only after you brush your teeth with mint toothpaste. <laughs> so people were thinking how bad it was. And that's pretty bad. Now, it says it ain't that it ain't that bad, but there's certainly worse beers out there, but not many. So you get the, the backhanded compliments too. Which the is only so, way you can make it more ironic is if the attack was with like a garden hose. <laughs> with right. the water, right? Yeah. So th- this is what uh, this is what happened to spur spur this on. So what I've done is I've actually and the guys are setting this up right now. We'll, we'll go through. We'll set this up during the the break. All right. In the spirit of being as ridiculous as possible, I for a joke like that we talked about four two weeks ago. I pulled out four beers yeah i did the air quote thing four beers that we're gonna we're gonna get to try and we're gonna put we're not gonna know what they are okay but we're gonna put them in the most tasting like beer to the most tasting like water we're gonna rank order right beer to water right so during four the break we'll unknown do that liquids correct and we'll, okay we'll talk about it when we we'll put it on if you're following us on facebook live you'll see the, the whole the problem is that we've just had some delicious whiskey oh it's gonna make it worse you know i feel like definitely going to make it worse but we're going to we're going to do our best we're going to do our best to we will soldier on yeah we will soldier on so uh ted could you take us to break right now so we'll have a little bit more time on the other side let's see if ted's listening and he did take ted with the lifeline let us out of this debacle as we go into commercial break we'll continue on with facebook live please stay tuned to it's the liquor talk all right, oh, we're ye of little faith. All right, we're off the air uh, on the radio. We are still on Facebook Live, and the good doctor is uh, is bringing us our samples now. And what we did is we did a it's blind, so you don't know which one it is. Maybe you could give it to uh, us uh, before we give it to the audience. Make sure we're set up. So what am I taking? One row. One row. Okay, so I'm taking them down now, and I'm putting them. I'm going to put them in Which alphabetical ones? order. You get all four that are left. I'm going to, I'm going okay. to do them in alphabetical order so they are in alphabetical order. Oh, so it says A, B, C, D. D. Okay, so what we're going to do is you and I are going to taste these, and all we're right. going to A, B, C, and D. We don't know which, what they are. As we taste them, we're going to start putting them in an order that goes from the most tasting like beer to the most tasting like water. Do you understand that? Yes. Uh, three of these, B, C, and D, appear to be beer-like in color. Yeah. That doesn't mean that that necessarily is going to follow suit because it's all about, it's not about appearance. It's more about flavor. So let's start tasting these through. And we'll go, you know, when we get back from, uh, get back on break, we'll go through. And we'll have to put which one tastes more like beer to which one tastes more like water. Can can I have a water to rinse? (laughs) (laughs) 
Are you fine? Do you need that? You need some water? Well, well we probably that Let's should be just say that, that should be the control shades. That should be the control. <laughs> should be a, a thing of water. I'm just saying that they are very similar tasting, and I'm worried that I have <laughs> you think tasted something, and then that has affected the taste of the. All item. right, I'm gonna take some water in between, and we'll get. You know, not necessarily. Thank you. I love the fact that I need to control. Can you give me some water, please? That's actually pretty tasty, that one there. But it doesn't taste like beer or water. All right, you starting to put them in order? No, not yet. Why not? All right, so how you guys doing over there? You guys, I got, I got one of our audience members is doing this too. Well, that might be more than that one. I've run into a conundrum. Is it, is it the fact that your life has led to this test? <laughs> well, I got, you know, I got four different ones and I'm tasting through and I'm trying to figure out which one. I'm not sure which is the way to go. Do I go try to get the one that tastes more like beer or do I try to find the one that tastes more like water? And it's getting difficult. Just start seeing which one. So my water glass will be the end of where the water is. Right. Closest taste is water. Okay. All right. There's a there's a problem here, and I'll, I'll tell you what it is. There's, there's many problems. There's many problems with this whole thing. I think I'm going to go with that. I think I have it. I think I have it down. How much time do we have left, Ted? Jeez. Stand by. All right. Well, I'd say we have enough time that our career could end up this. Two minutes. We have two minutes. Do you guys to have them lined up? This all sort of started. I think this sort of started with a weird, a weird premise of somebody getting beat, beat down because they. Um, yeah. All right. All right. So uh, you sort of have like you sort of have what you you think is the most. I have my order from what tastes the most like beer on one end to what yeah. tastes the most like water. But there is like a wrench, a fly in the ointment. Yeah, there you go. Now, after you finish this, um, since we have since we have a minute left, uh, what we'll do is um, we'll cleanse our palate with old elk, old elk, whatever the weeder. Whatever the weeder, which is our new beer. I mean, excuse me, our new beer. Here we go. Our new um, weeded One bourbon minute. from Old Elk, which is actually a six-year-old weeder. Here you go, Randall. Because yep. I can't take any more of this. Meaning a bourbon I'm, with at least the large majority of the grain outside of the corn. Outside of the corn is wheat. So it's the name of this wheat. one is called Whatever Whatever the Weeder. Uh, sort of take on whatever the weather. 57.5, 115 proof. Um this is our new barrel on this that just came in just a little while ago, maybe a couple weeks ago. Exploding with flavor, just exploding with flavor. You can't, I mean, you can't, you can't hold back this flavor. My palate has been totally neutralized by, by this exercise in trying to do these, uh, these beers. I'll use the quotes again, but the, whatever the weeder now is so flavorful. 
Yeah. Did you notice that? It just like it like popped. It's invalidated this whole test and basically. Okay, guys, here we go. All right, so let's come back and we'll we'll do this. All right. I'm waiting for Ted. Broadcasting live from the Jim Bean Cold Storage Studio in the heart of Julio's Liquors, Route 9 in Westboro, it's the Liquor Talking with Ryan Maloney and Spirits Medium, Randall Bird. along at, at home you can go to julio's liquor's facebook page and actually see this show uh done live so during the break we had this story about a man uh, two neighbors one taking the other off saying that enraged enraged that he insult. said his, his bush light tasted like water and he hit him with the shovel so randall and i have, have taken taken four products and beer basically i'll put that in air quotes beer and we've tasted them over the break and we're going to now decide which one tastes more like beer and which one tastes more like water. We do not know what it is. So we want to start at the beer. We'll start at the beer side first. The beeriest flavor that I got, and yeah. this is, you know, yeah. stretching, which, which was one? C. I have C also. Right. I have C. What is C? Uh, wait a minute. Two Roots? That is a non-alcoholic beer. Okay. <laughs> So the one that we picked that tastes more the most like beer is a non-alcoholic beer. Okay. So that is C. We picked that one. Two roots, you said? We got them up here. Okay. So let me see. I'm gonna have you give them to me as we as we do. So two roots. That's it's like the two use. I feel like I'm a cousin Vinny here. Two roots brewing company, the hell's enough said, uh 80 calories, non-alcoholic uh beer. All okay. Right. I have for the second one going towards the water spectrum now is I have D. Which one do you have? This was a race to the to the bottom. I have B. All right. You guys both have B. I'll switch mine. You uh, well, I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. I had because I, I, we'll, well, let's pull. What was B? Bush light. Bush light got beat by a non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> Okay, so but right, but, but to but, defend this guy, well, wait a minute, it's, I, it's not up against that water side of things. Uh, actually, for me, it was trouble man. Um, okay, okay, so all right, so I had I had D was next. What was D? Course, you have light. that as three, I have that as two more towards the beer end. I just I'm just telling you because I had something different than you guys, okay? All right, so going towards the water end, but not the most water like for me i had a i did too but I, I came to it differently it was the most flavor right but it didn't taste and like less beer. like water but it didn't taste like beer but that's what threw a whole wrench in the works and that is what laguanitas hop hoppy refresher not, not a beer, beer. not it a looks beer. like a, a beer flavored seltzer. it's a beer fit yeah it's, it's basically beer soda it's a hoppy beer soda so that that is number three for me. So the most like water, it for you is what D D. What was D? What was D? D was the no. D was the D was what? There's Lagunitas. Okay. D was Coors Light. So you guys had D as the most. I actually here's the thing because I'm getting hit with a shovel. I had the most water like. What for me was B which was Bush Light. 
So somebody's hitting me with a <laughs> with a shovel because I think the funny part is is two roads, two roads, one with a non-alcoholic beer. Right. And 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 by the way, and Lagunitas came in third and beat out for me, it was Bush Light. For you, it was Coors Light. So it still it still had more flavor in it. It was They're less close. like water. They're close. The, the, but the, the seltzer soda had more flavor, flavor so right. it's less like water, but it was wasn't like the beer. least beer beer taste. All right. So there you go. Mm. And that's why I, I just thought that was sort of interesting. Okay. Well, if anyone's out there watching or listening and thinks that this is actually science, you're mistaken. You maybe, yeah. <laughs> you're, you'd be we mistaken. We'll hit you with a, a shovel. Okay. So here, here's what I want to do next. I, I couldn't download this the thing, but would you pretend that I'm pulling over my soapbox? Yeah. All right. I'm going to go the soapbox right now. Here's the thing is, okay. So while we've been away, the little news that we got on Isla, of course, was, you know, we have Russia that's invading the Ukraine. And we had a lot of boycotts to, to boycott Russian products across the board to make them illegal to make, do this stuff. Okay, so here's where I'm going to go with this. There, I'm going to start it this way. There's no more Russian products coming into the United States, period. Because Russia is not shipping over. No one's buying anything. So any Russian products that are here in the United States have already been paid for. Russia already got the money. Let's just put it that way. So by boycotting any of the Russian goods and like taking them off the shelves and stuff like that, the only people you're hurting at this point are Americans because everybody else in the distribution system already has gotten paid. It's gotten paid. And the, and the only people that still are trying to get money are the people that are here in the United States. So I, I want to put it this way. It's, it's, it's like, it's like peeing in a dark suit. It gives you a warm feeling, but no one notices. Okay. Right. So it's not going to, you might as well boycott say, or make a big stand against Russia. Right. You feel that this is really not. It's not doing anything. Not moving the needle. It's not, it's, not, it's not moving. It might make you feel good, but it's really not. It's really not doing anything. I mean, you can get to the point where you could be as as you want to give you your your Russian writer, your authors uh, thing. Yeah, I mean, if you really want to make a statement, uh, remove all the uh, Russian authors from the borders bookstores. <laughs> push them back over push the, out back of the borders. The other side. So or, like it's more of a symbolic gesture, or maybe too. dump Russian dressing in the in the in the harbor because <laughs> there's nothing really that is being done that's really going to affect what's what's happening. So my well, sort wait, of, I mean, let's two minutes in terms of like a basic protest. A basic yes, protest. There's could, a lot that can be done. Well, no, there's a lot that can be done, right. but this is not it. Right. I don't think this is it. Okay, right. but what I w- wanted to say is let's do something instead of being that negative. Don't buy something. Okay. Let's turn it around and be a positive and, and get something. So um, as I was looking at it, uh, core vodka is made in the Ukraine. Now, we're probably not going to be getting any core vodka lit anytime soon from the Ukraine because of everything that's going on. But the people who sell it, the people who already paid money, they already paid money to the Ukraine. So if you want to be on the positive end of this, maybe look for a Ukrainian vodka to buy rather than a Russian vodka not to buy because most people don't buy Russian vodka anyways. Right. And so we have core, we have the core vodka, which is one that's brought into Massachusetts. K-H-O-R. K-H-O-R. That's a, uh, plat- a platinum uh, vodka. It's made in the Ukraine, gluten-free. Um, one minute. Buy that one. And I tell you what, it's $24.99 for a half gallon. I think what we're going to, what I'd like to do, and I'm saying it right here is, 
$5 from the sale of this vodka will go towards a Ukrainian relief effort. Yeah. So we'll put our money where our mouth is. Do something positive. Do something positive. Negative, basically take any type do of something that profit that we would make. Instead of right. just a futile gesture. Right. Now, I understand you can use the same argument. We've already paid the Ukrainians for this vodka, and it's only helping people that are here. But the, but the people who import this and but sell that, this have been have been supporting the Ukrainians right along. So let's, you know, let's try to keep that giving, as much. You're giving a portion back. And we're giving a portion back to it. Yeah. So go out and buy Ukrainian products if you can find them. We know we have we have one here, but any of the Ukrainian products and make it a positive rather than just saying, I'm not going to buy something that I never bought any. 30 seconds. If you understand what I'm saying. So. That is my uh, that's that my sense. only political statement I'm going to make about this uh, uh, as we go forward, but I think it's an important. One. Well, thank you very much for listening to it's the liquor talking. Here comes to the music. Soapbox away. Yes, I will put and, that away. And uh, you're listening to it's the liquor talking. And if you want to make another feudal gesture, ban the free Russian porn on all those free sites. <laughs> all right, let's let's stop now. <laughs> We're off the air, hopefully. <laughs> job guys thank you sir thank you all right bye everybody on facebook see you later